Hey girl, you're listening to The Leading Lady. I'm Jillian Perrick, leadership coach and master's graduate. I help women overcome imposter syndrome and their fear of rejection so they can live life to the fullest, both in their personal lives and in business. Hope you're ready for some real talk and maybe a little bit of sass. Let's get started. Up guys, my name is Jillian. I'm here to talk about imposter syndrome for this episode. I'm super excited. So this is essentially um, what I specialize in for my coaching. So I've rebranded myself as a business success coach and um, one of the specializations is imposter syndrome because as a female entrepreneur, I found that imposter syndrome was the number one thing that was holding me back from doing everything that I wanted to do. I just thought everybody was doing it better than me and um, I really didn't know what I was doing and therefore I held myself back from putting out stuff like an Instagram story or even putting out a podcast. I actually stopped doing my podcast for a while because I just thought I wasn't doing it good enough and wherever those come that comes from those comes from whatever that comes from um, it's a lot of limiting beliefs um, a lot of experiences that we've had as children and how they have informed our experiences now and um, I have overcome imposter syndrome with regards to my business. I still experience it um, in different ways and it's not going to be gone forever. I feel like everybody kind of deals with it, but um, definitely have been able to not let it hinder um, my business and how I choose to conduct my business. So yeah, um, just a little bit of banter. It is Monday. It's the first Monday um, in a while that I haven't spent at my girlfriend's house because we always watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And Hannah P is The Bachelorette. I don't know if I love it. We're probably still going to watch it because it's a tradition, but I don't know if I love Hannah B. So you guys let me know if you love Hannah B because I'm, I'm not too sold on her. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, other than just I wasn't really feeling the last week um just feeling kind of down and discouraged with regards to my business because it can be really hard working full-time right now my full-time job is really demanding and um it's pretty stressful not gonna lie and I just feel like I haven't been able to give my all to my business but I started working with my business coach uh last week and it was awesome she really motivated me and that's why I really recommend if you are a coach yourself or if you are a female entrepreneur doing whatever you're doing um, and you're on your own for the most part it's so smart to get a coach because somebody else who tells you what you already know um, that you're good enough that you can do everything that you need to do they kind of help you like narrow down things that you've been thinking about like she's She's been telling me that I should work on my podcast primarily rather than my blog. She was like, when's the last time you read a blog? And I'm like, oh shit, you're right. Like the only blogs that I read are like ones that are pretty high level. I'm not usually reading a female entrepreneur's blog just from their website, um, usually from magazines and stuff. And that's not like applicable to everybody. Everybody has different things that they do. But for me, the blog felt more like Um, going towards my website rather than actually me enjoying writing a blog. I enjoy podcasting, but I don't enjoy writing blogs all the time. So so she was like, why are you doing something that you don't like, like doing? And I was like, wow, groundbreaking. (laughs) But anyways, so, um, yeah, I, I feel like I had a little bit of an imposter syndrome episode last week and I kicked it in the butt. I told it to F off essentially and um, now I'm here and I'm going to get my podcast episode 
recorded. I'm going to edit it later and you're going to hear this probably by near the later of the week. It's my birthday on Thursday. So um, I would love for you as a birthday present to go and sign up for my Ditch the Imposter journaling challenge. So journaling really helped me overcome my imposter syndrome because when you journal, you're using a different area of your brain than when you're listening. Um, So right now, as you're listening to this podcast, you're using a different area of your brain. And in school, that's why they always encourage you to write things down um, because you retain the information better when you're writing something down. And what my therapist told me is that when you speak something out loud or when you write it down, you are giving it certainty. So sometimes we have all these thoughts in our head and we're really thinking them through and we ruminate over and over again and that's what happens actually with imposter syndrome but um when you're ruminating over thoughts that are negative um you don't really know if it's true or not you're just telling yourself it and you're in that your own little reality bubble but when you speak it out loud to somebody or when you write it what happens is you are processing through those emotions you're able to regulate your emotions um and re- uh regulate your thoughts so writing stuff down is very very therapeutic and um with ditch the imposter syndrome challenge the journaling challenge um we work through limiting beliefs we work through uncovering why you feel like an imposter why this is affecting your confidence in your business um and it will really get you thinking um it probably won't take less than 15 minutes a day it's going to be um something that you can do on a whim but it's very important that you stick with it because all the journal prompts are intertwined with each other so it's going to be for five days so you'll get an email from monday to friday um with a journal prompt and with the reason why you're going to be um writing what you're writing for the journal prompt And it's just going to be a really good way um, for you to get all your feelings out um, and for you to actually see and process why you may have this imposter syndrome and how you're going to change your thought pattern. And I mean, when it comes to imposter syndrome, it's pretty difficult to just say that you're going to overcome it in a week. It will definitely help you understand your thoughts, understand why you're having those thoughts and kind of start to change um, and shift that negative pattern that um, you've caught yourself in, which is why you're experiencing the imposter syndrome. Um, But it is not a cure-all, but I have an answer for that at the end of this podcast. So let's get into imposter syndrome. I'm going to be making sure. So real talk, I recorded this last night. Today is Tuesday now. I recorded this last night and I, um, when I was done, I was like, oh my God, um, this podcast was really short. It was like five minutes. Okay. I'm a freaking idiot. And I just came back and I was listening to it over cause I was going to edit it. And I found out that most of the podcasts had not recorded. So that's shitty, but, um, that's why I have a tentative script because I basically know, um, exactly what I'm going to say, but wow, FML, I would have been so mad if I, um, completely, made all that stuff up not made it up but like made up everything that I said instead of sticking to my script and then um it turned out to not even be recording so that's great but anyways let's get it going so what is imposter syndrome 
So the definition of it is the psychological phenomenon of feeling like a fraud in your field or in your life. So it's a disconnect between your identity and your accomplishments or accolades that should support your confidence, but instead you feel like someone is going to out you for not being who you say you are. It affects 70% of people throughout their lifetime. And for me, I find that it mainly erodes in women who are beginning to level up at work or as an entrepreneur. Maybe you've taken a new position at work and it's more money and more responsibility. Maybe you run a coaching business and you want to begin charging for more of your services or charging more for your services, but you start to feel like someone is going to call you out if they don't get what they paid for. So um, one of the examples that's on my website is there was a local photographer and she told me that she did not increase her prices for her photography business for years because of imposter syndrome, because of what she thought was like a really real thing in her head, um, that people will not want to pay her. She'll lose all her income. This was her only, um, stream of income. So she was like, this is the only thing I do. Um, there's no way that I'm able to lose any of my customers or lose people referring me because of the price. She was so afraid to tell people when the price is upped. Um, because she was so, it, it was holding her back from doing what she knew she had to do for her business, but she just was very doubtful of herself and her capabilities, despite the fact that she was like overloaded with work and all this evidence was against her, her negative thoughts. She had so much of this, um, negative thought pattern that was going around in her brain when in con, like, on the contrary, there were tons of people who wanted her business regardless if she upped her prices. So this is where imposter syndrome can be pretty de- uh, detrimental. Like it, if it holds you back from pursuing what you want. So if you're up for a promotion at work, but you feel like you won't be able to reach the potential your boss thinks you can, you might turn it down and tell yourself it's because of other reasons. The hours are different. You didn't really want the job anyway, but really your own insecurities took over and uh, and as an opportunity. <laughs> cannot talk today and as an entrepreneur just like the photographer that I mentioned you may keep your prices lower than your worth and then burn yourself out all because you aren't seeing the value in your own work imposter syndrome is more common in women and I think that a big piece of that is being cognizant of our confidence and our self-worth a lot of women are raised to believe their worth is external and that they themselves are not enough as they are so when they become older and begin to put value into the world if they don't have a solid base of self-worth and self-esteem they start to put their importance and value on validation from others are you raising your hand from where you are because I definitely am. And when you're on a business, you won't always get that validation. So you're doing things constantly and you never really know if it's the right thing or if it's going to work. You're just doing it. It's different than being at an office job and having your work reviewed and somebody saying, okay, this is what you should improve on and this is what you shouldn't. Again, that's why um, it's so important to get a coach and someone to constantly be evaluating your work that knows what they're doing. So an accumulation of these feelings paired with low self-worth is a recipe for imposter syndrome because every time you start to level up and don't have immediate validation, self-doubt creeps in and that's when you start to sabotage yourself. So maybe you had a great idea for a service and so you started working on it, but as you kept working on it, you started to feel like it wasn't a good idea and people weren't going to like it. And then you thought about all the reasons why people won't like it. And then finally, you just decided to scrap the whole thing. Does that happen to you? You could very well have jumped the gun on that idea before it was thought out, but you also could be letting imposter syndrome take over. Imposter syndrome 
can manifest in more ways than one when you own a business. So one of those ways can be avoidance where you are going through the motions but not actually implementing anything new or going all in because you're too afraid about what will happen when you become visible or when people truly see what you're doing. You could experience imposter syndrome by way of self-sabotage, like the example I talked about before regarding a new service, but then doubting yourself along the way. You could do things that keep you from playing small or that keep you playing small or keep you from getting bigger and more visible because of your lack of belief in yourself and your capabilities. So for example, I listened to so many personal development podcasts before starting my own, and this created like an internal blueprint in my mind for how a podcast was quotes supposed to be end quote and because my episodes weren't super long because I feel like they didn't follow a format or they weren't done perfectly um, I doubted myself and my podcasting abilities so I literally stopped doing them I stopped putting content out there because of guidelines that I thought I wasn't living up to and this um, is a part of our limiting beliefs and what we tell ourselves and how much it can sabotage us So this meant that I was indirectly self-sabotaging myself because I wasn't making my training or my coaching known to the world via podcasting. And I had already received feedback that my podcasts were beneficial, that people love them, etc. But for some reason, my internal stuff was stopping me from achieving what I wanted to achieve. So with all this information in mind, um, let's talk about the ways that we can band-aid solution imposter syndrome. But before we talk about that, I want to stress that there are definitely band-aid, that these are definitely band-aid solutions. And if done with consistency, it is possible to overcome, but it's pretty difficult to overcome imposter syndrome by yourself because you're already in the process of not trusting yourself and feeling like it's really affecting your confidence, but not knowing what to do about it. So if that sounds like you, I have spots available for my program, which is called Ditch the Imposter. I only have two spots available right now. I work full time, so this is a way that I can implement the program, but still keep my sanity. Um, So this program is for if you are an entrepreneurial woman who wants to stop doubting themselves so damn much and charge what you're worth, be visible in your business without worrying about if you're doing it the right way or not, um, and combining business strategy with a makeover of your mindset. So combining all the things like um, scheduling and um, time management and what stuff you should be putting out, what stuff you shouldn't be putting out and how you're um, showing off your work. If you just want someone to review your stuff and say, hey, this looks great, I would buy it or help you with selling your services or showing up on Instagram stories. So all that stuff is included. Um, with the addition of the making over your mindset. So helping you stay positive and motivated um, and keeping yourself disciplined when you feel like you're not motivated at all and just staying on top of everything and having somebody in your corner that can help you through um, dealing with this imposter syndrome if you feel like it's really affecting um, your business. And you get amazing things like a pre-consultation, a free discovery call, and then you get 60-minute sessions depending on the severity of your case or um, how often you want to meet. Um, We can work on that. Um, And those sessions include identifying your core beliefs, breaking through limiting beliefs that have held you back since childhood, taking avoidance and self-sabotage off the plate, and building sustainable confidence in your practices and your services. Um, but again, if you're interested in learning more about yourself through just the journaling, if you're looking for that 
help, but um, you're looking for a more free resource right now, you can definitely get a lower version of the Ditch the Imposter Syndrome package, which is the Ditch the Imposter challenge, the journaling challenge, which I was talking about in the beginning of this episode. So um, make sure to follow me on Instagram or stay updated on here when the imposter syndrome challenge is released. And I'm going to have all my links in the show notes. So with regards to the actual package and with the challenge, which starts on April 1st. So let's get back to those strategies that we can use as a band-aid solution for now. So they are write out your accomplishments is number one. So this is when you want to focus on the positive aspects of um, yourself. So a lot of time we're focusing on all the negative stuff, but your first job, if you want to start overcoming imposter syndrome is to write out your accomplishments and read them every day. So you don't have to write out like every single one, but you can write out one to five and just look at what you did on your own. Um, So don't write down that group project that you got an A in when it was a big group and you can tell yourself, oh, I was a contributor, but like it wasn't all me. No, we want to choose things that like you worked on that you can be proud of. Like number one is your business. Like you know how hard it is to own your own business. And even if you feel like you're not making enough money at it or whatever, it's still a lot of work. It still takes a lot of um, discipline and motivation Um, And you're putting something good out into the world. So that is step number one. Step number two is to stop making it about yourself. So um, (laughs) that's a little bit of a flip. We're flipping the script a little bit on the second one. But that's because I want you to focus on the value that you're giving people. Not on the negative aspects of yourself or your self-esteem or your confidence or whatever. Make it about what you can do for other people. So every time you're like, oh my god, I don't want to do an Instagram story. Because let's say I feel like people see me all the time on my Instagram story and they hate it. Some ridiculous notion. Because if they hated it, they can just mute you. (laughs) So love that mute button. But that is not happening i'm just saying that like if people don't want to watch your instagram stories they're not going to and that's not your ideal client that's not somebody who you want um are you serious is is this a joke my cat just pushed the door open anyways please hold while i shut my door all right we're back and now it's me and chester Chester Buns, the Chester Buns. Um, yeah, he's he's able to open doors. It's ridiculous in this house. Anyways, back on track. So, um, again, we're worried. We're we're not worried. We're thinking about the value that you can give people versus um, worrying about what somebody is gonna see in you that they don't like. So when you are putting out a service. Um, or when you are, I think I was talking about Instagram stories or something. So when you're so worried about that, um, and it ends up actually, you end up self-sabotaging because you think, oh, I'm just not going to upload it. Who cares? You're more focused on how you look or what you're saying that you're not thinking about the one person that you could reach out to with that Instagram story and the value that you could give to them. Um, you're thinking about yourself and you could potentially be missing out on a client or you could potentially miss out on somebody, um, joining your free challenge or whatever it is. So make it about the person when you're trying to give somebody value and don't focus so much on yourself and your negative aspects about yourself. 
And number three is to employ a fraud squad. So who in your life can you reach out to when you're feeling pretty shitty about yourself? That's why it's awesome to have a coach. But um, who can you reach out to that will say, you know what, like you have a lot of accomplishments. You did this, this, this. I'm so proud of you. Or someone where you're just like, I'm feeling really low and really shitty. I just need a pep talk. So make sure that you have one or two people who you can call or who you can just talk to or get a therapist or journal. So like do something, um, talk to somebody because imposter syndrome affects everybody. It's not just entrepreneurs. It affects, like I said, in it affects 70% of people in their lifetime. Whether you are an entrepreneur or not, we all feel like um, we're not good enough, that we're not capable. Um, and we all think to ourselves that we're the only people on that we're going to be found out and that it's that persistent internalized fear of being found out. Um, so yeah, that's the three little band-aid solutions. If you are also looking for a more in-depth with regards to that, I also did an IGTV about it as well. So, and I did a blog post that is me doing all the things when my coach told me to not. But um, anyways, I hope that you guys loved that episode about imposter syndrome. Um, and I just wanted to say that I'm pretty happy that I'm back online with regards, with regards to podcasts. And I would really love to hear from you. So if you um, want to leave me a review, I would love that. If you could leave me five stars and leave a little bit of a review, like a written review afterwards, that would be amazing. I want to hear what you guys like about the podcast, what you don't like, or like, what you want to hear. So I am totally reachable. It's all going to be in the show notes there, my socials and my email and my website, um, the link to sign up for the Ditch the Imposter Journal Challenge, as well as to go to my packages and services. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to The Leading Lady with me, Jillian Perrick, leadership coach and master's graduate. You can find information about my services, my blog, and client reviews at www.northernresolutions.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram at northernresolutions.